Welcome once again. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you are listening to my podcast show. My name is Oba for short. I've got a longer name, but uh, I'm going to spare you the details of uh, pronouncing my very long and difficult name. My podcast show is Jester. This is my first live episode. And uh, my first topic would be on the current situation that is the the coronavirus pandemic, which is ravaging every part of the world. I'm going to be talking about this and I'm going to be sharing with you some of the safety tips that I have been observing as I have been working nonstop during this lockdown during this government restriction that has been imposed to restrict and limit movements of people so as to curb the infectious and the infection rate that has been you know rising and causing a lot of deaths leaving a trail of um, devastation behind as uh, an essential worker i have had to go to work to provide services, uh, essential services, which has been necessary because um, I work in the food uh, sector. And so it's one of the essential services that the government of my country approved for us to work. And uh, in the past uh, one month that the lockdown has been imposed in my country, of course, I have been exposed to the, you know, the risk of uh, getting this virus. But I have come up with nine tips which I want to share with everybody. As we go to the end of the lockdown, I expect that the government is going to open and reduce restrictions and allow businesses to try to pick up from where they, they left. And uh, these tips is to try to share how people can stay safe, how people can avoid this virus, how people can fight this virus and uh, stay safe. And I hope this information is going to be highly beneficial for everybody listening to this. I believe that uh, if we if we take these tips seriously, if we adhere to these tips, if we practice these tips in our daily routine, we can actually beat this virus and stay safe and stay alive for our families. Of course, uh, my going out has been fraught with risk. My wife had reservations, you know, because I was practically exposing myself and my kids to the possibility of, you know, getting infected and transmitting the virus to the family members. But luckily, so far, so good, I can safely say that that has not been the case and I'm still virus-free and I pray and I know that I will be virus-free as we go to the end of this lockdown. A lot of people are going to be exposed, you know, to this risk And that is why I'm going to share with you these nine essential tips which I have personally practiced to stay safe as I interact daily with people. Yeah, so let's go straight to the first tip which I call 
One, be conscious. As we go out every day, you have to actively keep a record of the little things that you do, such as the door handles that you touch, ensuring that you keep a safe distance when you talk with your colleagues or your friends at work or at wherever you, you stay. You have to ensure that you are consistently and constantly um, washing your hands, disinfecting your hands, using hand sanitizers, using the nose mask to cover your orifices so that uh, you can minimize the infection that might be in the atmosphere. Of course, we all know that uh, they say, scientists say that uh, you get infection when these droplets gets in contact with you and gets into the pores, like the mouth, the nose, the eyes, which is still speculated, but of course uh, you can get infected through these uh, processes. So most times when I wake up in the morning and I step out of my house, I know I have to touch I know I have to touch the car handles, I need to touch the steering and the gears. You know, I need to touch my wallet. I have access to my keys. And uh, I know that immediately I get to my office and I drop my bag. What I do first is I go to the restroom and I wash my hands with soap and water. Yes, so that is uh, tip one. Tip two is what I call my daily survival kit. So I've got a list of items that I make sure I carry with me everywhere I go for the day. And the first item is my disinfectant bottle, which I basically use to spray door handles, seats, or dashboard. For example, when I carry, you know, lifters, I carry somebody on the road, I make a mental note that, okay, if I'm probably leaving the car, I just spray my sitting area, spray my dashboard, spray the door handles, spray the doorknobs. And uh, I've got the, the disinfectant uh, chemical, you know, something like, uh, what do I call it? Is it uh, uh, soda or something? Some chemical, though, I can't remember the name right now, which is in my disinfectant bottle, which I used to, you know, potentially kill off any germs or viruses that might have been on the person that I carried. The second item that I constantly take with me is I make sure I have a nose mask on and I've got a spare because there's always that chance that somebody doesn't have and you have to interact with the person. So instead of taking the risk, I usually have a spare that I can easily, you know, prefer to the person or the, anybody negligent enough to use. This is yeah, a part of the world where a lot of people don't think on the same wavelength. And then the third item that I take with me is the hand sanitizer. I have a hand sanitizer. In fact, I've got um, three hand sanitizers that I have around me. I have one in my car, I have one on my table at my workstation, and I've got one in my bag, which I normally keep in my pocket, depending on, you know, where I am at at the point, at the particular point. And then the fifth or fourth thing that I try to do, I try to maintain, is uh, ensuring that whenever I'm speaking to somebody with my nose mask on, I maintain the required 
one to two meter you know distance whereby you know i know that you know we are far apart but whoever i'm talking to can hear me audibly and then also i'm constantly washing my hands and then the last item that i have in my daily survival kit is uh, my water bottle part of the things that uh, the health experts have advised is that we should consistently stay hydrated where we are constantly having water we are drinking water you know to moisten our throat and to ensure that if anything gets into our body we know that the first point of call is that the virus wants to make its way down to the lung so for it to get to the lung it must get through the mouth or the nose to the throat and then down to the lungs but if you use water you are potentially going to push the virus or push whatever is in your throat down into your gut, into your gut. And it's uh, proven that uh, whatever virus gets into your gut, the acids in the stomach is going to crush it. So I usually have my water bottle with me and I drink lots of water more than I used to before this whole uh, pandemic started. Okay, so the third tip would be what I call the do-it-yourself uh, tip. I observe that uh, a lot of people in my, in my place still go about doing things as if it is um, business as usual. You still see people buying food on the streets, people still sitting down in clusters, people still running errands, allowing other people to carry their bags, carry their you know, tea and all of that. The current situation doesn't allow for such uh, necessities. Uh, you know, there's a term that we call do it yourself. So what I do nowadays is I make the deliberate effort to make my own tea, I warm my own food, and I'm constantly doing everything I need to do by myself. I, I don't trust anybody to do it as perfectly as I would love to do it. So the best scenario would be for me to take my destiny in my hands and do everything I need to do by myself. This way I am able to limit whatever chances of infection. I know it can be boring, it can be time-wasting, it can consume a lot of effort, but it's better safe than to have cause to regret. Also, if you see a person coughing, sneezing, laughing, or talking loudly, it's best for you to just probably stay as far back as possible or simply leave the area if you can, because this droplet can easily be carried towards you, especially if the wind is in your direction. And that's uh, tip three that I've just explained. Tip four would be educating and enforcing certain safety standards. So tip four is educate and enforce safety standards. So whilst, you know, I said in the previous uh, tip that a lot of people are aware of the coronavirus situation, still a lot of people are taking this facts with levity. It is therefore essential that you ensure that people around you take this risk seriously where you try to educate them and let them know 
the adversity and the dangers that this uh, this uh, this uh, virus comes with. And then, for example, in where I work in my place of work, I have instructed the security personnel to ensure that no visitors are allowed into the premises without their nose mask in place. Everybody that comes to see me, everybody that comes to my organization has to put on a face mask, a nose mask, to ensure that at least the minimum requirement is being met. Also, at the entrance gate, I have provided hand sanitizers and a temperature uh, gauge that allows every visitor to be checked, whereby if anybody exceeds the 38 degree mark, such customer, such visitor would be turned back as these individuals are deemed to be high risk. I'll go quickly to the tip five, which is hydrate. I've talked about it a bit in the previous uh, uh, tips, but uh, it's a known fact that uh, if this virus gets into the body through any of our orifices, it still needs to get to your lungs before it can wreak havoc to your body systems. Therefore, you still have a good chance from a few minutes to maybe say an hour to destroy the virus, the virus sorry, in its infant stage. So I would encourage a lot of people to Make sure you have hot water, hot water or a hot tea or hot coffee or you take lemon tea and drink, which is far better than taking cold water in these times. Avoid cold drinks, avoid alcohol during this period. It is better to carry a water bottle like me so that you can constantly keep your throat moist and you can push down whatever phlegm is in your throat down to your gut. If this virus gets into your body by chance, the water will push it down to your, to your stomach and the gut acids will destroy the virus, very simply. So let's stay hydrated, let's drink water as much as possible and let's give our bodies every fighting chance of beating this virus. Tip six would be hygiene and bad habits. Everybody has to up their game in terms of our hygiene standards. If you are like me, that you rub your hands over your face, you are constantly touching your hair. Like me, I use my, I cut my nails with my teeth. Some people pick their noses. All of this has to stop. For smokers, this is the best time to quit this addiction because uh, you've got to give your lungs the opportunity to recover and keep you alive. So I would encourage everybody, I would encourage everybody, myself included, to stop whatever habits that we know might be potentially risky. Something that can expose us to this virus must be avoided at all costs. Also, when you get back home, please don't go hugging your kids or sitting down in your sitting room or your parlor. Keep your keys your wallets and your bags away from your kids coming in contact with them. Head straight to the bathroom. Take a warm bath, ensuring that you use soap to scrub yourself from head to toe. That way you know that whatever is coming with you, 
deliberately or undeliberately or mistakenly, you have taken every necessary precaution to get it off your body. And then that goes or takes me back to the tip seven, which is uh, people should inculcate eating fruits, herbs, and a good diet at this time. So it's fruits, herbs, and good, and, and good food. We all know that there has already been a lot of literature on the benefits of eating fruits such as lemon, oranges, lime, avocado, garlic, ginger, honey. Because uh, in this part of the world, it's been very effective. As these fruits are, you know, alkaline in nature, they have a lot of acids and they contain a lot of powerful antioxidants that kill off many viruses and bacteria in the body. So regular intake of lemon tea, green tea, eating raw garlic, cooking foods with ginger and turmeric, it will go a long way in eradicating any free radicals that might have gotten into your body system. This will keep you healthy as nobody wants to be going to the hospital at this stage for any health complaints. Tip eight is still almost the same, but of course uh, I called it immune boosters. This is the time for us to regularly take our daily supplements. And if you've not got one, you can go to the pharmacy, you can call up friends that have uh, medical backgrounds and experience, and you can ask them to recommend any immune boosting supplements to you. For me, I use a variety of immune boosting supplements like Wellman, Immunis, Joblin, and most especially the vitamin C supplement because uh, this has been very effective in boosting the body's defense mechanism against uh, sicknesses. Also, it would be a good precaution in this part of my world to stock up on painkillers such as um, paracetamol, panadol, ibuprofen, diclofenac, chloroquine, and um, anti-malarial drugs. We are in the rainy season with a lot of mosquitoes, you know, flying around, breeding, coupled, of course, with uh, many flu-like conditions that is uh, inherent in this uh, part of the world. But this immune boosters, if taken regularly, is guaranteed to help your body fight off these mild infections. And yes, we come to the ninth tip, which is the last tip, and then which is going to be perhaps a bit controversial or, you know, people like to believe in self-denial in, 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 in the world generally, where I call this tip if you actually eventually fall sick. So if you feel sick, what can you do? Okay, let's go straight into it. Lastly, a lot of people will say, God forbid, this is not my portion. It's not going to happen to me. But as this lockdown is going to be removed and everybody is going to be gradually phased back into going out, interacting, getting back to work, and trying to regain our normal lives, we will start to hear cases that will be too close to comfort. We will know one person, we will hear of somebody that we know that has probably caught the bug and, you know, 
it's probably not too good a news that we want to hear. But of course, this is not the time to panic. You need to stay calm, you need to stay rational, and then you need to not go around spreading the virus to your colleagues, to your friends, to your family, especially if you do have not been tested. If you've not been tested, you need to stay calm. If you just know that you are feeling sick and you are showing symptoms or you have, a, you know, or you are feeling like you've got this persistent dry cough, you have a headache, you have body pains, all you need to do is if you're probably working, you need to request for days off work and stay at home. You have to stay at home. So basically, you've got to self-isolate. Remember, you still have the time to turn this tide against the virus. Call the necessary COVID-19 helplines and request for a test. In my part of the world, it might take um, a few hours to days, right? before you get the different disease control departments to probably respond and get to you. However, there are certain things you need to do. First of all, you need to rest properly. You need to eat and drink warm foods. You need to eat plenty of garlic and ginger. You need to carry out deep breathing exercises where you inhale deeply for a few seconds. You hold your breath and then you release it out. This uh, little exercise helps to get as much oxygen into your bronchioles, which is part of the you know ways of battling the the breathlessness that you feel as part of the symptoms, and then of course, don't lie down on your back, because it's been proven that when you lie down on your back, you force your lungs to collapse, and some of these little bronchioles are not able to get as much oxygen as they would need, and then if you have a headache and it's persisting or you've got body pains, it's better to take paracetamol. You take normal painkillers that, that will work for you. It's a better alternative to taking the um, ibuprofen. And then um, by God's grace, your body will fight back and you will recover completely without needing to be taken to any hospital for any treatment. A lot of people will not show signs because, of course, they will be asymptomatic. Did I pronounce that right? But they will carry the disease. This is where the danger lies, because these carriers will unknowingly infect others. Yeah, so that's it. That's my nine tips. And uh, in conclusion, I believe the world can defeat this disease if we take all conscious efforts to be our brother's keeper. Let's note that... Uh, it's been uh, accepted worldwide that anyone above the age of 60 is classified as endangered as the virus can overwhelm people in this age category. As such, I would encourage that we try to assist the older citizens in our community, in our environment, our neighbors, we should reach out to them and try to help them to stay indoors. So if you need to help them go to the market, if you need to help them to do groceries, if you need to buy drugs and help them drop these things at their door, we need these people alive. We need them to stay at home. We need them to stay safe so that they can get over this period and they can live 
their normal lives. I have done this nine tips and I found out that it has worked for me. I relate with people, I relate with all sorts of people, but I believe that if we can do these nine tips, we have a very strong chance of not only getting infected, but beating the virus. I hope my nine tips has been educating. I hope it has been enlightening. I hope I've not been too boring. And of course, I hope I've been able to provide some information that you find useful. If you've got any suggestions, if you've got any feedback, drop me a mail. I will once again say thank you very much for taking our time to listen to me. Stay safe and God bless.